discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. So tonight, I'm sharing with you on being spiritually minded. Be spiritually minded. So you can take your seats in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Being spiritually minded. Say being spiritually minded. You know, I know how busy you are. And I know how um, important your time is. Some of you are so tired. Look at you. You look so tired from work. Nobody's house is behind this building. Everybody has had to travel. Has had to board a vehicle from various places to come. Isn't it? Are you not tired? It's an evening service. It's not easy to work. You are tired. You have been doing so much work. Amas, who is coming from Amazon? Wow. Amas ghost. What a shock. So I would not waste your time. Do you get it? I will not come all the way to come and say something that will not Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I'm, I, I want to share, I always want to share with God's children what will help them to advance and to go forward. I believe in the word of God concerning your life. Yes, I believe in the word of God concerning your life. I believe in what God has said concerning you. Okay? Yeah. What has God said concerning you? If you read in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, he lets you know one of the major things that he has made you for. For we are his workmanship. We are God's workmanship. We are God's handiwork. For we are his workmanship. Let's read the Amplified. I think it will be easier and better for us. Okay? Do you have Amplified? For we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship. You. Tell the neighbor you. 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 Tell the other neighbor you. You. Are God's own handiwork. Can you imagine that God God made you? What? I don't think you like that. The one who made you shows you your, your quality. Do you understand what I'm saying? If a car was made by Mercedes... The company called Mercedes, eh? Mercedes Benz. You know that that car has a certain type of value and quality, isn't it? Yeah. You can have another car with similar, another car from China, hallelujah, with similar features. Flash screen, flash screen. Whatever. Shape, everything is the same. 
but you realize that they've written some Chinese something in front of the thing. Shaolin Temple something. Will you, will you buy that vehicle for? I mean, if you will not buy it for a certain amount, they, the, the manufacturer himself knows that it will not be bought for a certain amount. So he puts a certain price tag on it. What is so cheap? <laughs> what is <to> say who? <laughs> Praise the Lord. But when you see a Benz S class with the logo on it, and they tell you it is $200,000 without shipping and duty. Yeah, because normally shipping and duty will come to about $25,000, $30,000, sometimes even $50,000. Can you, can you imagine? Like duty, our duty in this, our country. I tell you. Hey, it is more expensive than another car. Why will you buy that car? People buy it. Why? Because of the kind of manufacturer. They know who it is who has manufactured. They know that it has a certain type of quality. If one rich man said, you know, he had bought, this rich man had bought a car that was worth $200,000. That was not new. It was not a new car. Yes, it was not a new car. The car, it was, the car was two years old. Used by someone for two years old. Yes, and he bought it for $200,000. Lexus. This is a Lexus um, 4x4. But for that amount, I hear they produce it every, uh, once every five years. So it doesn't, you don't have it much. Can you imagine? And someone, the one who was telling me was the one who asked him. One of our pastors asked him. He saw the car parked and we went to ask him. Your car is nice. I said, oh, the man started talking. I bought it for this amount. And all of that. Then he said, ah, so why did you buy it? Is it not so expensive? He said, I don't know why I should have money and die by a car crash. Do you understand? I don't know why I should have money and die by a car crash when I can buy a good car with airbags everywhere. When it crashes, I'll be inside like this. Nothing will happen. Why should I just I'll go and buy some popular magic somewhere? When you crash now, one metal will cut your face. Even if you don't die, your face is gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So the Bible is letting you know that you, you are God's manufactured product. You are God's best. Wow. Yeah. You like it over here? Yeah. God says that you are his best. Like out of everything God made, he says that you are his best. You are the one that he cherishes the most. That should let you know how important you are. And sometimes some people feel that they are not important. They allow people to maltreat them and misuse them. One small boy somewhere is just maltreating you, misusing you. Because you don't know your worth. You don't know your value. You feel he's your last chance. I don't know if you like my message. But if you know that the Lord has made you his best, you know that you only deserve the best. Hallelujah. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, given birth to anew, or born again, so that we may do those good works, which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them. Then it says, living the good life. 
which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. God prearranged for you to live the good life. A good life. A beautiful life. A joyful life. A healthy life. A wise life. A life that is full of wisdom. Not a life that will end and you say, wasted years. I have wasted my years. There are people who die and then they say, I've wasted my years. Yes. It's not easy for them. Hallelujah. So I believe in what God has said concerning you. Yes. That is why I preach to you. That's why I pray for you. That's why I share with you. To help you. To see what God has said. Believe what God has said. And not what your environment is saying to you. Not what your job is saying to you. Not what every other thing around you is saying to you. That wants to box you. And let you think that nothing good can come from anywhere. Ghana we did. Nothing good they happen for Ghana. And the Bible lets you know that my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Not according to Kufadu's economy. There was no president's name there. He said according to his riches in glory. How? By Christ Jesus. Have you believed in Christ Jesus? He's given birth to you to live the glorious life. To live their magnificent life. Okay? But amazingly, your mind plays a very major role in your ability to enjoy what God has prepared for you. Just imagine if your father is a billionaire and you didn't know that he was a billionaire. What would you do? You'd be eating from the gutters. You'd be like every other person. Meanwhile, your father is a billionaire. Why are you suffering? You are suffering because in your mind, you don't know that your father is a billionaire. You need someone to tell you. And after you've been told, you need to believe what you've been told. You need a certain mindset. Okay? Your, your life is ruled by your mindset. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As you are thinking, so are you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you think you are nothing, you will be nothing. If you think you are a fool, you will be a fool. Some people can say, ask for me, I know I'm a fool. Maybe I say, You are calling God's best product. A fool. Me, I know that I am not healthy. I know it. I know that I know that. As long as that is your mindset, for a long time. I tell you. You struggle, pure typical struggling. Do you know pure typical struggling? Do you like what I'm telling you? Your mind, tell me about your mind. What you are thinking (laughs) creates your environment. Yes. Your thinking ends up influencing your believing, and your believing ends up influencing your world because it, it influences your mouth. And what you are saying is what rules you. 
So your mind controls your believing, that controls your confession, that controls your environment. So if you want to change a man's life, you need to change his mind. That is why in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, he lets you know, he says, and be not conformed to this world. Hmm? They don't be conformed to this world. How is someone conformed to this world? Through his mind. Then he says, but be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. So if the person is going to be transformed and have another kind of experience, his mind needs to be changed. If his mind does not change concerning his life and concerning his lots, he will not have anything happening for him. God's purpose, God's aim is to make your thinking consistent with his thinking. That is why we didn't go to heaven the day we became born again. When you get born, you got born again, you were good enough for heaven. The new birth qualifies you for heaven. Qualifies you to enjoy the bliss in heaven. But how come you are still here in this world of pain, shame, and what? Suffering. Frustrations. Distresses. Depressions. Oppressions. Suppressions. All the shins. Someone said participations. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you in the church? Why are we still here? Because you see, God wants to change something called your mind, your mindset. He wants you to start thinking the way he is thinking. That is why he left us two things. He left us the Holy Spirit and left us his word. So that the word of God can be used to change our minds. Are you seeing it? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you don't change how you think, you are in trouble. So he lets us know two ways that a Christian could think. A Christian can either be spiritually minded or be carnally minded. You are born again. You are a child of God. But you can be carnally minded or you can be spiritually minded. Okay? But God's desire for you is for you to be spiritually minded. Hallelujah. If you read in 1 John chapter 5, verse 20, he talks about one of the major reasons why Jesus came. Look at there are several things Jesus, several reasons why Jesus came. One day I'll preach it. I have a message on it. Seven reasons why Jesus came. Okay. I wrote that message about three years ago. But I've not preached it anywhere. I'll preach it one of these days. It says, and we know that the Son of God has come. Who is the Son of God? Hey, some people don't know. Who is the Son of God? Jesus. Is Jesus the Son of God? Yeah. He says that we know. Do you know that he has come? Yeah. He says that we know that the Son of God has come and has given us something. He says he has given us an understanding. He came so that we can have an understanding. Can you imagine that Jesus came so that you can have an understanding in life? The word understanding is dianoia. It has to do with the way of he came so that he came to give you a way of thinking. Hey, can you imagine? Is it not amazing that Jesus will come all the way from, Jesus is God, come all the way from heaven and come and say, I'm dying for you so that I can give you a certain kind of understanding in life. Look at 1 John 3.16. 1 John 3.16. Yeah, but 
Receive the love of God because he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Next verse. But whoso has this world's goods. And say, no. There's one that says that he has, the son of man has come so that we might live through him. 4.10. Okay. Let's look at it. 4.10. Hearing his love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Verse 9 rather. Go to 9. In this was manifested the love of God toward us. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world. For what purpose? So that we might live through him. Can you imagine? He wants you to live through Jesus Christ. It's like um, saying someone is... Um, living through... Um, some financial blessings like some money he's living through money you get it like it's just he's just enjoying money or someone is living through pain <laughs> he's living through pain he's living through you don't like that one any he's living through sickness uh-huh like except it's a medium through which you can exist and have expression he says that he sent jesus christ so that you can have expression through him wow and Jesus is letting you know that the expression, the way to live through him is by having a certain kind of understanding. So 1 John 5.20, he says he sent Jesus. We know that the Son of God has come into the world. So that, he says, and he has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true and we are in him that is true, even in the Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. He says he wants you to have an understanding that you are living in him. Like, that should be your mindset, your heart set, your thought set. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Someone thinks he's living only at Kukulumlimli. Someone feels that I live only at Latebi Okoshomamprobi. That's all you think. There's more. He says he wants you to know that you are in him and that he's in you. Look at John chapter 14, verse 19 to 20. John 14, 19 to 20. Look at this. Jesus says, Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But you see me. Because I live, he was talking to Simon. He says, Because I live, you shall live also. At that day, which day? At the day of my death, burial, and resurrection, and the days that will follow. That is today, the days we are in now. He says, at that day, you shall know. Where do you know? Here. Inside here. Isn't it? Yeah. it? says, you shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Like, he wants you to have that understanding that. Like, we are one. We are not separated. You are not Jeffrey and Jesus is Jesus somewhere. Jesus is locked up in you. And he is part of your life. He says, I am in you. And you but as long as you are moving around thinking that I am AC Gold and Jesus is somewhere else. Do you get it? You're, you're, you, you will not have a certain kind of consistency. As long as you think that, oh, I am Amanda and Jesus is somewhere. He says, I want you to, you will know that I am in my father and you in me and I in you. We are one. We are united. That's the understanding he wants you to have. Praise the Lord. 
Now, thinking along that line is what makes you have a spiritual mind. And thinking normally that's, oh, it's just me, Kweku. As I'm moving around, it's just Kweku who's moving around. Whatever I'm doing is, is me. I don't have help in life. You see, as long as you are thinking like that, eh, you, are, you are thinking carnally. It's called having a carnal mind. The word carnal is fleshly. Thinking by your senses only. Thinking only by your senses. I don't know if you get it. I live at Awoshi. This is my mother. This is my father. We don't have 100,000 Ghana cities anywhere. Where will, I, where, where, where will my life end? Hmm. Meanwhile, you are born again. You were born again Christian who is carnally minded. And when we, sometimes when we say carnally minded, you are thinking, I only think about sex. No, 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 no. You have made a very big mistake. Okay? That's not it. Uh-huh. There's lust. There's um, carnal lust. But that's not. He's talking about being carnally, being fleshly minded, being uh, sense ruled by your situations, by the things that are around you, making decisions based on the things around you only. Not based on your identification with Christ, but based on your identification with your mother, your father, your siblings, your environment, your school, what you have, what you can do, what you cannot do, based on your abilities. It's finished. So you are just moving around as a normal human being. First Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 1. Look at First Corinthians 3 verse 1. He says, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. I couldn't talk to you like spiritual people. But I spoke to you as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. So in Christ Jesus, all those who think carnally, based on their environment and based on the things they can do, their ability and inabilities, Okay? Based on their family tree. Someone sent me a text message this morning. He said, I'm afraid I'll get cancer and uh, this and that and that. I can read it to you. You know, and then he said that, he said that because it is in my family. Clearly, this is someone who is born again, but then is carnally minded. He's living his life based on his family. Not based on the family of God. Hallelujah. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. But as unto carnal. Even as unto babes in Christ. Look at the next verse. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are you able. He says, I fed you with milk. He was preaching to them and said, I've fed with milk. There are different levels of the word of God. There's the milk of God's word. There's the meat of God's word. There's the strong meat of God's word. And then there's the honey of God's word. Okay? He says, I fed you with milk. Now, there's no portion of the Bible where they've written milk. There's no portion of the Bible that says that. As you are going, reading, reading, you get your point. It says, milk. This is milk. There's nothing like that. It's the same information, but that information can be given to individuals in different ways and different forms. There are some people you talk to in a certain way. Do you get it? Yeah. Uh-huh. There are some people you can say, take it. They will not ask you, what am I taking? Yeah. But some people will say, ah, what am I taking? The pastor came and he said, take it. You see, when he laid hands on it, take it. Take what? 
The pastor will say, you are well. You say, ah, but I can still feel the pain. You see, your mindset is different from what God wants you to think. Is it a powerful message? God says you are prosperous. You say, for the where? I know myself. I know my house. I know my account. What are you talking about? God says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can shout in the church, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But when you get home, we don't even know what, what we can do. Look, we've tried it, it's not working. Look at our life. This business, I've tried that. Lord, when are you going to do something? This year, oh, we've not come to play. That's a bogus song, I tell you. It's not, it's not scripture, but then everybody's enjoying it because of your spiritual understanding. You get it? Uh-huh. I tell you. Oh, yeah. He responded to you the day Jesus came on earth. That was his response to you. Yeah. That was his response to you. Is he? So a lot of Christians, carnal. Carnal. When a sickness shows up, it's finished. Their life has ended. Sickness means we are done. It is finished. They'll pop drugs till they die. There's no space for anything supernatural, anything spiritual to happen around them. It's finished. They'll cry till they die. Yes. But is that our end? That's not our end. That's not why Jesus came. So he wants you to be spiritually minded. Yes, I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto base. For I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto. You are unable to bear it. Neither yet now are you able. Says, even as I'm talking to you now, you're unable to bear it. I can't talk about certain things. But if I mention it, you, you will get confused. Next verse, verse 3. Then it says, For ye are yet carnal. Why? For whereas there is among you envying. Can you imagine? It says, Envying is a sign. That you were baby, you were carnal. Do you understand envying? We don't understand. That's why you need the dictionary in your life. Tell your neighbor you need the dictionary in your life. Tell the other neighbor you need the dictionary in your life. And tell the neighbor behind you you need the dictionary in your life. Is it true? So let's check what envy means. What does it mean to envy? Okay. What does it mean to envy? When we say envy, what does it mean? I don't want to ask you. Because if I ask you, you may not say the right thing. So I'll ask you. Okay. So read it fast. What does it mean to envy? Okay. We have um, the first one says a feeling of grudging admiration mm-hmm. and desire to have something that is possessed by another. Yeah. So yeah. basically, you see that someone has bought a certain shirt. 
When, when did this guy come that he's able to buy this kind of shirt? I me, mean, I've been around all this, so I've not been able to, able to buy all these things. Yeah. <laughs> Big brother mindset. <laughs> Elder brother. <laughs> Are you seeing what I'm talking about? Yes, Pastor. There's another one. Read it. This spite mm-hmm. and resentment. Spite, no common tears here. Oh. Resentment, no so tears here. Is this spite and resentment at seeing the success of another? You see someone having something. You see, you're a lady. Someone is getting married. Then it burns your heart. A show come and say, shh. The person is younger than you. You are more beautiful than the person. You have more hips and breasts than the person. But the person is marrying before you. So you are, you are so hurt. See, it doesn't stay for just some few minutes. It stays for days. For months. For years. When you see the person, you see resentment. Eh? Resentment is seeing somebody and not liking the person. When you see the person... Whatever the person does is not nice for you. He says you are calm now. You are calm now. You are not. You are a Christian, but you are living a base animalistic life. Yes, that's what he says. Yes, he says that among you envying, strife, divisions. Are you not calm and walk as men? He says you are walking as men. This is what makes you a normal person. You are too normal. Can you celebrate as someone's success? Do you see? If, you, if someone, you are doing a job, maybe you are selling yogurt, and you are buying this other person's yogurt, pan, you are not buying yours. Can you be genuinely happy for the person? Have, have, have you seen? Or let me say it well, you have seen? You have seen that you will actually not be so genuinely happy for the person. Mm-hmm. It shows you your heart set. Yeah. Wow. Strife. What is strife? Fighting over unnecessary things. Quarreling over unnecessary things. Where Timmy were coming. You did this. I didn't like it. You did that. I didn't like it. You said this to me. I didn't like it. Strife. What does it mean? It says angry or bitter disagreement over fundamental issues. Over fundamental bitter disagreement over fundamental issues. This is what worries some people's marriages. You press the toothpaste in the, from the middle, you are supposed to press it from the bottom. You didn't close the, the, the pomade. You should have closed it. You didn't close it. You have left it here. You used the towel, you left it on the bed. On the bed. Small, 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 small. If you see people who have divorced and you ask them, what made you divorce? They can't tell you. They honestly can't tell you because it's, so, it's like small, 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 small things. You'll be shocked. They know. So they, they won't say it. So it's very complicated. <laughs> Uh, we don't want to, you know, talk about it. Yeah, you are lying. It's toothpaste. It's very long. You don't want to hear that story. Hmm. Uh, strife, divisions, eh? Division, party spirit. I belong to this group. I belong to this pastor's company. I belong to, to this pa- other pastor's group. Yeah, in one church you can have. People are lying here and another group are lying here. Calm down. 
Next verse. The next verse brings us out plainly. Next verse 4. For while one said, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? You are children, carnal, like you are not going anywhere. You are born again, but then your mind, there's something wrong with you. There's no, you are not spiritual at all. Wow. Do you see? Yeah. Confusion about things. Not supposed to be like that. Division, strife, envies. Small, small things. I'm not happy about this one. You are not talking to this person. Because of something that happened. You are depending on other people's statements. Not on God's statements. Someone said this about you. And you heard it from this person. This person came to tell you that this person said this about you. So now you have formed a permanent judgment and a permanent opinion about this person. When you see him and he says hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah. You don't talk much. You don't relate much. You don't flow like you were flowing before. You are more careful now. You are careful in your words. You are careful in your statements. Calm now. Your mind, eh? Your mind is outside of the word of God. And you are blocking yourself. I'm going for it. Wow. wow. Do you like my message or you don't like my message? So how you are thinking makes all the difference. Okay? How you are thinking makes all the difference. Sometimes some people think that this person, these people do not like me. Ah, but Jesus says that as much as it relies on, on you, be at peace with all men. Whether they like you or do not like you, makes no difference. You like them. Jesus, at the height of his pain, on the cross of Calvary, he had been lashed. His back was torn, bleeding all over. There was a ton of crowns on his head. All the problems. He had all kinds of problems. He looked down to those who were doing that, who had done that to him and said, Father, forgive them. Why? Why should you forgive them? Because they don't know what they are doing. For they know not what they are doing. Most of the people who do some things against you do not know what they are doing. Your job as a spiritual person is to forgive without discussion. Without a sitting in, in Konya seeing. Do you know in Konya seeing? Yeah. Without in Konya seeing. I mean you forgive. You would think only Jesus did that. Stephen at the height of his pain. At the point of death said that father do not lay to their charge they know not what they are doing also stephen also said stephen was a human being like you and i who had the life of god in him maybe you argue that jesus is god so maybe he had supernatural powers to stephen was a man like you subject to like passions like you who had the life of god like you have he was able to forgive his adversaries his killers his murderers they were killing him and he was forgiving them jesus at the height of his pain preached the gospel to someone on the cross, he preached to the person and led the person into heaven. Yeah. Small pain. Small discomfort. What's all this? We are trying to serve God. What's all this? They are trying to make us feel uncomfortable. What's all this? Me, I brought myself. I can leave myself. <laughs> you brought yourself. You can leave yourself. Because of small pain. Wow. I feel like going home. I don't know if you are enjoying that. I almost went home. 
So Jesus brought us what? A mindset. To let you know that you are in me and I'm in you. Do you see? Your life is hid with Christ in God. So in Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, he says that set your affections on things above. If ye be risen with Christ, hmm? Colossians 3, 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. This is what it means to be spiritually minded or cunningly minded. Carnal minded people are those who set their affections on things on the earth. Their mind is only on things on the earth. Their decisions are based on what some people are saying. They go into business because some people are in business. Not because they've been led into it. But because the pure business is selling. They look and put two and two together. Yeah, I, I think that if I do one pure water bag and I sell it for two cities, I'll get 50 pesos. If I can multiply it by 100, I'll make this amount. You see, Christians are not meant to do things like that. That is why a lot of Christians struggle. A non-believer will do it to work, but a Christian will do it to not work. Have you noticed? You see, as a believer, you are diametrically opposed, opposed to the kingdom of the devil. And this earth in which we are living has a system that is working, operated by the devil. The devil knows you. He knows that you are born again. He knows that when you get money and you have understanding, you will help the church to go forward. He doesn't like that. So if you are coming to come and work in his system, which all of us are in, he will not let you move. You want what? You want money? He will keep you on a certain level. For a very long time. You see, so if you don't tap into the realm of the spirit and get ideas on the spirit, you always stay in a certain level. Hundreds, thousands. You never see hundreds of thousands. You never see millions. Meanwhile, you are doing, let's say you are doing this particular job. This unbeliever is doing the same job and the person will be prospering. The devil knows how to sponsor his own. He knows how to sponsor his own. He knows that when that person gets the money, some people will become buzzites with him. Some people will become something. People's lives will be destroyed by his money. What do you think about what I'm saying? Yes. So if you are going to do it the same way they do it, then it will never work. You will try. This is the reason why a lot of Christians are suffering. Because instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to influence them, sometimes the Holy Spirit will lead you to do something that does not make sense. But that is where your prosperity is. The, if you are carnal, you say, ah, but this thing does not make any sense. This one didn't did, did work. Why am I going to do it for it to work? Peter said to the man who was impotent in his feet, rise up and walk. Ah, I don't have legs. I should rise up and walk. How? My friend, get out. If the guy had not changed his mind, changed his thinking at that particular time and believed that what you are saying I can do, it would have been the last time for his life. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have walked ever in his life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as a child of God, you can't afford not to be spiritual. Not to be spiritually minded. Okay? Well, let me share some of the spiritual mindedness that I'm talking about. For instance, the Bible says you should praise with understanding. What happens when you're praising God? If you don't know what happens when you're praising God and don't have that as a mindset, eh? you do praises and dance and sweat. You'll be sweating from top to toe. Nothing will happen. 
You dance till you die. You can remove your shoe and do whatever. If you don't know, eh? If you don't know that as you are praising God, eh? The walls of Jericho around you are coming down. You you will praise God. You will praise. You can do chakemi. Whatever you like, you can do it. Sure. It won't do anything. Because in your mind, I'm sweating. That, that's what you have in your mind. I'm exercising. I'm jumping for the Lord. You are jump. Does the Lord need you to jump? When did he say jump for me? There's no place in the Bible that says jump for the Lord. There's nothing like that. Yeah. Paul and Silas, as they prayed... Hmm? They sang praises to the Lord in their prayer. They had great deliverance. Now that you are praising God, know that as I'm singing this praise, something is going to happen around me. All the walls of Jericho that are around me, all the, 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 the chains that are around me, their hands were in chains, fasted in chains. That's, the, that's what I'm talking about. Sp- having spiritual, being spiritually minded. Not just singing praises and moving around. That's why Christians have done praise and nothing is happening. But you go to other church when they are doing praise, eh? yeah. every it's a wild time. It's not a time to come and joke. Yeah. If those who joke are those who know, they don't know what it is. So they'll just be eh. share. People are praising God with a certain mind, with a certain mind. That business, as I'm shouting, whatever is limiting me in that business, whatever is keeping me on thousand Ghana city. You see, sometimes you can be on thousand cities for many years, five hundred cities. Your destiny. It's not 500. He has given birth you to have the good life. It's not 500 cities. What can 500 cities do to you? Don't do anything to you. You should know that you should come to a place where you are uncomfortable with that. What is 500 going to do to me? University graduate, 508 you out. No, no, no. It's not supposed to be like that. I should be getting more than this. Praise is one of the things that can help you break all boundaries and go higher. That's why we teach you the word of God. We teach you the word of God so that you can have spiritual understanding. And know that, for instance, if you are, if you are speaking in chant, kolaba, people can be speaking that molaba shabalaba laba malaba laba laba laba, emama satana baye, reba ba 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 ba, megolobo shana malaba laba laba. Hallelujah. Praise the malaba shadalaba laba, medolobo lobo lobo shodolobo lobo lobo. Hey, boy, what texting me? Yeah. Text the anamishina beraze. I'm praying, okay. I'm praying. When I finish, I'll, I'll text you back. Malaba shaba laba laba, reba laba laba, reba laba malobo shobo lobo. You don't know that the one who speaks in a known tongue builds himself up. This is the time to make progress in your life. This is time for progress. Eh? Orefi, yechira orefi, yechira wa sorry. Sawo bompai au ye progress. You are speaking in tongues. You are making progress spiritually. Physically, mentally, emotionally. You have been told. But carnality. Carnal mindedness. You feel that speaking in tongues is one of the things that we do. So you've forgotten the spiritual understanding that it came with. And you're just speaking in tongues. So it doesn't do anything for you. The things of the spirit are not passive. They must be active. You must be intentional with what you're doing. But if you're speaking in tongues and you have it in your mind, you have that spiritual understanding that as I'm speaking in tongues, I am building myself up strong. 
I'm becoming stronger spiritually. Eh? As I'm speaking in tongues, I am sorting things that I don't know about out. Yeah, because that's what you do. You sort things that you don't know about. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Holy Ghost, the Spirit himself, maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. You are sorting things out. We know that all things work together for the good of them that are called according to his purpose. It is after you have groaned, all things work together for your good. So you are not just speaking in terms, don't wait until you have been kidnapped by some arm robbers. Before you start sparking your engine. Don't wait. Yes, fear, that will be fear. It will behead you anyways. Because your tongues are, do you know people, some Christians have been beheaded just like that? Even though they spoke in tongues, they didn't have spiritual understanding. They didn't have, they didn't have a spiritual mind. You did, Bob? Mm-hmm. We can be doing worship in the church. Glory, glory, glory to the Lamb. Oh, for you are glorious. Oh, and worthy to be praised. The Lamb. We are worshiping. But then in your mind, Oh, you see, your mind is earthly. You are earthly confounded. You are earthly bound. Yeah. So these things that have been said, that's why a lot of people miss worship. Oh, it doesn't do it's like it's, what is this? <laughs> you don't know Ole. And can anybody say Ole? You have no idea. You don't know the number of times God has spoken to me in worship for direction. Go here, do this. Ah, you have no idea. Because I know that in Acts chapter 13, as they fasted and ministered to them, as they worshiped, the Holy Ghost said, This is the time for the Holy Spirit to speak to you in a special way. But because you don't have spiritual mindedness, you take it for granted. So your de- you keep pushing away your destiny, pushing away your development, pushing away your progress by your own hands. Because when you were taught, you thought it was just a teaching. Do you get it? Yeah. The reason why a lot of Christians don't, they are not into meditation, study of the Bible, because they feel it's not important. But that is where your destiny lies. That is it. Sometimes I have difficulty understanding why some people are suffering. Why are you suffering? You're not supposed to be suffering. What I, what I am doing is helping me. That's why I'm preaching it. I'm, it's helping me. That's why I'm preaching it. Why are you suffering? When you know that you have the same information, why are you suffering? I'm not supposed to suffer. No, 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 no. Things may have taken a while. Okay? But you still have spiritual understanding and spiritual mindedness of the fact that it says those we should be followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. You know that my faith must come with patience. So you are not disturbed. It may have taken three years for some things and some things are not happening. But you are not, you are in safety. You are, you are relaxed in Christ. You are enjoying the peace of God. Not fretting all over the place. God, you promise us children. Who are the children? Lord, this is your last chance. This year, 
we've not come to play. Nyame ye fewa, tiyan swe. If you say, ma, ya ya wad, ya ya wad, ya ya wad, ya Obey me, ya wad, de I had a certain kind of expectation some years ago. I was, I was in faith concerning it. I was thinking it would come at a certain time. It didn't come. It didn't show up. But I didn't say, ah, what's all this? I said that earlier, but then I rearranged my mind. I said, no, I'm not supposed to be talking like a fool. I'm supposed to be talking like a spiritual man. Let me talk right. God, I know that your word does not fail. Your promises never fail. All men as grass. The glory of man as a flower of grass. But the word of God endureth forever. The word of God endureth forever. Your word in my life endures forever. What you have said concerning me will come to pass. Abraham didn't know it was going to take 25 years. But every year he was in faith. The Bible says that he had hope. He believed in hope. Against hope. Eh? That what God has said will come to pass. So he stayed in faith. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God. In the midst of the delay, God, you said I'll marry at 25. I am 35 now. What is happening? Maybe you had something five. <laughs> Do you get it? Maybe you had the five, but you didn't hear the preceding one well. But you don't stay in fret. What's all this? To the extent that you make foolish choices. Anyone who comes in trouser. I am interested. The person does not believe in Jesus Christ. The person does not love the Lord. The person is not into the house of God. The person has money. That's all you are looking for. I will change him. I will change. You know that this decision is not right. But you use carnality. To make you use earthly things, earthly sensory perceptions. He has money, he has a good house, and he's good. He's a good guy. He laughs nicely. He's wonderful. He has a good job. He makes me he makes me comfortable. He makes me laugh. He doesn't, he's not he's he's nice. But God didn't say marry someone who makes you there's no place in the Bible. Marry someone who makes you laugh. Marry someone who makes you smile. Marry someone who has a good job. Marry someone who is kind to you. Who is romantic. The Bible said, be not equally yoked. Unequally yoked together with unbelievers. You see, and there are levels of unbelievers. There are those who don't believe the Lord at all. And there are those who believe the Lord but do not believe like you believe. They don't have your values. They don't have the same values as you have. You value the house of God. You value go to, going to church. You value listening to the word of God. You value speaking in tongues. He's born again, but he doesn't value any of those things. Pastor will make it work. Uh-huh. You'll be surprised. To do you like movie. You'll be surprised. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you had waited on the Lord, God will not put you to shame. Maybe you don't know the God you have believed. Don't be the kind of Christian who is into digital Christians. Digital. Right now, we don't even press things. We have to talk. We have sound recognition, uh, voice recognition. 
Yeah. Hi, Siri. Google Assistant. Google, look for KFC in this area for me. KFC searching. And to say, pa, pa, pa. you don't need to type anything. It's not like that in the spirit, though. In the spirit, there's no voice recognition. <laughs> ah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you like what I'm telling you? Yeah. Spiritual, being spiritually minded. Being spiritually minded. Okay? Mm-hmm. Going the way God wants you to go. It's all in Romans. Romans chapter 8, 3 from verse 1. He talks about those who walk in the flesh, those who walk after the spirit, and all of that. Okay? Look, let's read from verse 5 into verse 7. I don't want to read everything. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. Their mind is on the things of the flesh only. The things of, of the physical. You are doing the business, but you are doing it physically. Do you see? By what you are seeing only and what you are hearing only. And what you are feeling and tasting and understanding. That's all. We are higher than that. Higher than that. Yes. And yes, What do you think? Yeah. You struggle for a long time, unfortunately. There are Christians suffering for nothing. For nothing. It says when you take the communion, life eternal is refreshed in you. Christians are taking the hey Nedia says Sobolo, yeah. Sobolo. Yeah, natural yeah, so a bank train. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 When you taste it. They have come they have come forward a little. It's coke now. The Bible says wine wine alcohol What a shock. It's Jesus said that do this in remembrance of me. As you partake of this, eh, you are partaking of my body truly. And you're taking partaking of my blood truly, and it's bringing you life and health and revelation. Yeah, the two disciples that were on their way to Emmaus had revelation of Christ as they partook of the communion. But you, you partake it of carnality, checking the taste, biscuit and coke. So, Bolo no Moko no Dos no Do Ye. Go for and come here, come it. I can't get no Dos. Get the other shot if you like my message. You will, you will go for a long, long time. No change. No blessings. Nothing. Because you are fully carnally minded. Hmm? But they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. The things of the spirit has been made available. The scriptures are the things of the spirit. There's no need to complicate your life like Holy Ghost, show me. There's nothing to show. It's the Bible. The word of God is the spirit. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. That's what Jesus said. Since we compare spiritual things to spiritual, hmm? the spiritual things he's talking about is the word of God. And we compare it with the Holy Ghost who is in us. Next verse. It says, for to be carnally minded is death. Can you see it? 
Your, the carnal mind brings you nothing but death. Jesus said that it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The flesh profited nothing. Moving along the lines of carnality will bring you nothing, no profit. That's why a lot of Christians are like, no, there's nothing happening. Three months has come, there's no remarkable change. It's not supposed to be like that. Let's alone talk about three years or one year. No, it's not supposed to be like that. No, no, no. There must be remarkable, powerful, beautiful changes around your life as the months and the days go by. Yeah. Your joy must increase, not decrease as the years go by. Your joy of serving the Lord must increase. Not as you grow in the Lord, you reduce in your joy to serve the Lord. As the years go by, you don't want to serve the Lord anymore. Because you, are, you, are, you become cold because of some offense, some bitterness, something that someone did. Your joy is leaving. It's not supposed to be like that. You are chasing money. I'm going to tell you about Saul. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.